Hey everyone, Michael Unger here with another episode of Let's Innovate, the podcast where we uncover the passion behind great ideas. In my day job, I'm the program coordinator at the H.R. McMillan Space Center. And in this episode, we're going to hear from a past science fair participant, Emily Averill, who joins us from Kelowna, British Columbia. Hey, Emily, how's it going? Hey, Michael. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh, not bad. So, you know, I just watched your pitch again on YouTube, and the first thing I noticed was that my camera was on the whole time during your pitch. So I'm so sorry about that, because if anyone watches your wonderful pitch, they're going to see my dumb face in the in the corner there. But I remember that we had some technical difficulties. Uh, none of the judges could turn their camera on, so I was afraid to turn mine off as the host. So um, <laughs> everyone can see my, my, my peak quarantine hair phase. Um, anyway, uh, you did a great job pitching Ecologique, which is an online platform uh, with a mission statement to promote environmental curiosity and self-awareness in youth uh, by inspiring creativity in science. And your vision is to be a leading resource for French science material in Western Canada. So uh, I'd like to start there first uh, with the French aspect. So I'm a Western Canadian and geographically we're quite far from Quebec, uh, but it is one of our official languages, even if it doesn't seem like it out here. So why French for you? Uh, that's a great question. Um, and actually, that has become kind of a side part of my business, um, mostly because of the need. Um, when I was doing my research for this idea, mm -hmm. I interviewed a bunch of mild teachers. And typically, um, especially in Western Canada, we just don't have those resources for the science material. Um, and especially as you get into the higher levels of education, um, high school, especially. Um, and I've always enjoyed the language. My first language is English, but um, that's also been why I have okay. decided to stick to English for now. So that's kind of more the long term goal for sure. <laughs> oh, excellent. So, you know, when you were creating this project, like what was sort of like the inspiration behind it? And what were some of the research that you did to get it up and going? Yeah, um, well, I actually just started with this idea basically right before the showcase. Um, it was actually really good timing. <laughs> um, I had just been kind of laid off from work. I had a bunch of different jobs in horticulture and education, and I had this time off. I had the time to think about what I wanted to do with my life, and um, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's when I really kind of tapped into the fact that I've always loved um, connecting with nature. I have a background in biology. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to create a resource in order to encompass kind of my interests into the um, new school curriculum. Yeah. Well, why don't you get into some of, like, some of those interests, the, some of those loves that you have? You know, what is it about biology? What is it about the wilderness that really draws you in, uh, that really sparks your curiosity? Well, ever since I was little, I've always loved insects. Um, I was the weird kid who would uh, show different kids spiders, um, <laughs> scare other kids with snakes. I've been kind of into the creepy crawlies <laughs> my whole life. Um, and I think that a big thing that always bothered me was like that whole kind of fear side of it. And that was a big reason why I wanted to also incorporate this as an educational resource is to bring kind of light to some of those things that a lot of people aren't typically interested in. Um, growing up, I always loved marine biology. It was my first mm -hmm. choice. <laughs> um, and as I got older, I got a lot more into plant biology. I find plants amazing now. Um, and yeah, just incorporating all those kind of skills into this. 
So, and how did that all come together with you, obviously you wanting to share that, you know, have a resource to help teach other people. So you have this curiosity, you have this love, you know, when did you really start to think that you wanted to become almost like an educator, essentially creating these resources to help other people? Well, I guess kind of with my interests, I started realizing as I was kind of going out on nature hikes with friends or with family, a lot of the time, even some of the things that I found as basic knowledge for going out into the wilderness, for example, bringing water or snacks or some kind of emergency equipment wasn't as common knowledge as I typically thought. And I thought I wanted to um, incorporate kind of my outdoors basic skills into that outdoor connection with nature and just be able to kind of create something that someone can access. I know for myself, um, when I was growing up in around kind of my preteen to teenager years, um, which is my focus for my target customers, um, I personally always loved doing scavenger hunts. I loved going out into nature and I always found that there was a lack of resources for that. Um, so that was kind of why I really wanted to do that. I wanted to create something using the tools that we have nowadays with technology um, in order to kind of bring that background into nature. Um, so yeah, I have also been mm -hmm. changing my prototype as it goes, and I am definitely more focused on creating an app now. Oh, okay. Well, what kind of an app is this going to be? Yeah, um, I want to create basically like a social platform combined with geographical mapping, combined with uh, camp vibes, combined with nature connection, <laughs> all in one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So this is something. Say, if uh, somebody's going to going camping, uh, what are they? How are they going to be? What are they going to use with this app? Yeah, just different activities to get you out thinking in nature um it would be activities like scavenger hunts and basically like a diy breaking it down as a resource and then also the resources kind of like in um pokemon go um okay. where you'd go to different locations and there was like a pokemon in a certain spot similar to that but with like a plant instead and then you can capture okay. the plant that is my main goal and to have um different houses again incorporating different ideas, but have it, having houses like in Harry Potter where you're competing against your friends for who can get the most points. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Let's like go back to when you were developing your pitch for the Youth Innovation Showcase and kind of you said the timing was great because it helped, you know, probably pull together some of those ideas that you had uh, into, you know, a cohesive you know, here is my idea. Uh, walk us through some of like that process that you went through when you were going through the process of developing your pitch. Yeah. Um, so one of the biggest things was kind of starting the research um, in this kind of field. And as I mentioned, I spoke with some of my old teachers. Um, I actually started doing some business training um, last spring. And that was what really helped me kind of drive into taking these kind of chances to apply for something like a youth innovation showcase. Um, I really hadn't considered something like this before. I hadn't done mm -hmm. any science fairs in high school or anything. Um, and just learning that this was an opportunity was a really good chance for me to kind of solidify those plans and to break it down and look for resources and try to make some connections to make that happen. And how did you, how did you feel during that process? Was this a brand new thing? Have you uh, done anything like this before? 
Uh, it was crazy. No, I've never done anything like this before. And I definitely noticed too, um, even after the Youth Innovation Showcase, I had a lot of hurdles with trying to find business licensing and um, mm. liability insurance and just figuring out what I wanted to do exactly, whether it was in person or um, virtually. And with COVID, it kind of pushed me more towards the virtual side. Um, so yeah, it's been kind of just a big learning opportunity for me to just help me solidify my plans. Right. And if you were to go back and, and maybe solidify some of those plans at the time, you know, and if you were to give some advice for people that are going through, so like the ideation process, what are some of the things that you think that people might want to look into that they might not have thought about that you learned along the way? I don't know if it's something to look into, but one of the biggest things that I've learned is that I can't bite off more than I can chew. And I think we all tend to do that. We put <laughs> yeah. so much pressure on ourselves that like, this has to be done right now. This has to be done. And there's these huge checklists. And I ended up just getting really overwhelmed by that kind of thing. Um, so definitely like as mm -hmm. looking back, I would have preferred to start with smaller maybe more digestible ideas. Um, but again, I don't regret it because you can't go back and I didn't really have the clarity at the time and that just comes with learning. And I guess just being easy on oneself in mm -hmm. new situations like this is really important. You know, I, I found with your idea, it was a very social idea and that was very, you know, very different. A lot of the innovations were about like a gadget, but you were, had, an idea that was really interesting because in the middle of the pandemic, we were all so isolated and here you were with this idea about, you know, connecting people and giving them resources. You know, was that something that was just a coincidence or was it because of the pandemic that you thought that you really wanted to create something to um, connect people with learning resources? I guess that was coincidental um, because I am a very social person and I know for me growing up, it was always a struggle for me between learning versus social life. And so that's also a kind of a drive for my business mm -hmm. is to incorporate both of those because I think that it's awesome to hang out with your friends and learn stuff. And I think that, yeah, it's good for us to do that kind of thing, not to just socialize for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And so, you know, how have you been doing? You know, obviously, if you are a social person, this past year can have been great. Uh, I've certainly been feeling that. So, you know, how have you adapted? Um, and obviously, with your business, you know, you're not, you're probably not teaching in person a as much anymore. So um, how's this past year been for you? Kind of like I mentioned, it has steered me more into the virtual side. And that has been also very stressful because I do not have the background in technology that um, would have been helpful. Um, and so, yeah, it's been a struggle for me figuring out all of that. But I have learned a lot of things on Zoom and I'm very good at Zoom now. <laughs> uh, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all learning so much about Zoom and uh, also so much about Zencaster. You know, we even had our technical issues here. We had our technical issues, you know, at the start where we were doing our online pitch. And, you know, that's something that I think we have to kind of like get over uh, in these times. But at the core of it, you know, you have 
this drive because you are a social person to connect with people. And I think like that is something that if you can hang on to that, that's going to be something that's going to help you uh, in the future. And I really, you know, look forward to see uh, what you have coming up next. Is there something that, uh, that you have imminently sort of like on the works? You say you're working on the app. Do you have sort of any timelines for that? Or um, are you going to listen to your advice and try to not bite off more than you can chew? Yeah, listening to my advice, um, I have had a lot of um, big life transitions within the past few months. Um, but in November, I did present a prototype of this um, for the Fat Cat Children's Festival in Kelowna. Um, it was all virtual this year. And that was my first time really putting this into action and creating something tangible so that people could actually see what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, it was really fun. We did a huge scavenger hunt at a local park and we did a bunch of plant identification, tasting berries. Um, and I'm going to be using that kind of as my base in order to develop that app in a similar kind of fashion, but obviously self-guided. Well, that's awesome. Well, Emily, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, join us here on, on Let's Innovate. If people want to learn more about what you're doing, about Ecologique, uh, your apps, the, the projects you have in the future, where can people go? Yeah, um, I am in the works of changing the name because um, as a lot of English speaking okay. people know, it's really hard to say. Um, but as of right now, right. I am still at Ecologique on Instagram. Um, I think on... Facebook as well. I haven't been on Facebook as much, but that's in the works. I will be mm -hmm. creating more on TikTok as well. Uh, yeah, awesome. I, I'm not on TikTok yet. It sort of scares me, but I I admire everyone that's uh, that's using the platform. Uh, a lot of uh, science communicators are using it as well. So I will definitely uh, look out for you there. Uh, and all of you that are listening, thank you so much for listening to uh, another episode. Hopefully you've been inspired. Uh, please let us know what you think about these episodes and uh, send us an email. You can check us out on sciencefairs.ca. Of course, we have a fundraiser going on right now, Sweating for Science. Uh, check that out. Help us out if you can, uh, donating funds for future science fairs. And you can connect with us on our social media at Youth Innovation Showcase on Instagram at Youth Innovation on Twitter, and I'm on there too, at Michael John Unger on Instagram, at Michael J. Unger on Twitter. Until next time, let's innovate.